Hi, my name is Katie Blummer, and my passion is helping women learn how to put themselves first. I learned all the tools for success on my own 12-year journey that has led me to finally figuring out how to live my best life. My journey included overcoming body image issues and yo-yo dieting, climbing the corporate ladder to a multiple six-figure career, navigating mom guilt through a 60-hour work week, turning around marriage issues, and much more. Now I'm truly living my best life, and I've pretty much become obsessed with teaching others my tried and true methods for creating balance, maintaining healthy habits, improving your relationship, career development, and how to stop tying your value and worth to the way you look and how you serve others. I'm so passionate about helping others learn this that I created the Working Mom Happiness Method to help you get there too. So if you're ready to learn how to live your best life, pull up a chair or put on your walking shoes and get ready to dive in. This is the Working Mom Happiness Method podcast. Hi, and welcome to the episode where we're going to talk all about the unexpected way for you to make more money. I am so excited because this has changed my life, and I know that if you have the courage to change your mindset in the ways that I am going to explain today, that it will change your life too. And so first of all, if this is the first episode of the Working Mom Happiness Method podcast that you have listened to and you are interested in learning how to make more money in your life, I highly recommend going back to the very beginning of the podcast, way back to episode one, because it is a whole program that is meant to be taken in sequence. And every single thing we learn, I promise, if you go back and you do the things and you implement them, will earn you more money. Uh, And remember, the reminder that we've learned over and over again in the program so far is that small, consistent actions done over long periods of time will absolutely change your life. And that is exactly the case here with these changes around money mindset that I am going to jump into right now. So let's just go ahead, jump right in and start talking about this. So basically, if you'll remember way back in the beginning of the program in episodes two and three, we talked about your values and where your values come from. And The reality is our values come from uh, our childhood experiences. Our brains are forming the most between the time we're born and eight years old, but then they continue to form after that up until we're 25 years old. So the experiences you're having and what you're seeing, uh, especially until you're eight years old, but even after that, are creating those subconscious programs in our brain. And so the way that you feel about money is the same. The way that you feel about money was created by For the most part, probably your parents, but could have been other influences as well during that time and experiences that your parents went through, that sort of thing. And what I have found in my own research, my own experience with all the women who I've coached on this, but also my reading, all of that good stuff, is that the vast majority of us in the United States, where I am from and have experience and have grown up with the money mindset that is save, 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 save until you retire. Uh, now, there are different spectrums of that mindset, right? So, and I'll give you a perfect example because uh, my my husband and I are both, ha- both grew up having that mindset of save more, spend less so you can have a good retirement, okay? But in my family, my parents, uh, when I grew up, we didn't have a lot of money. Um, we were fine. We had everything. I mean, I, I've said this before. I'll say it again. I definitely came from parent privilege as far as like them showing me love 
and um, giving me the things I need. So we we always had food and shelter and that sort of thing. Uh, but my dad um, was a blue collar worker, and uh, my mom worked in the corporate world as for majority of it, and executive assistant in the corporate world. And so we we were fine, but there was never a lot of extra money. So for example, I didn't fly on an airplane until I was 16 years old and um, paid for it with money. I earned lifeguarding, right? And then my next flight was my honeymoon, my wedding. So when we traveled, we did camping and that sort of a thing, all uh, more affordable type stuff. But like I said, no complaints. I had a wonderful childhood. It's just that um, my parents didn't have a lot of extra money, but even though they didn't, they always made sure to you do we were doing fun things we all played sports extracurriculars that sort of a thing and so um i i am um not as extreme on the end of save 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 until retirement but i did come out of my childhood with that mindset and that mentality and uh, that is called scarcity money mindset we're going to talk about the difference between scarcity money mindset and abundance money mindset in just a minute Uh, But let me show you the other end of the spectrum when it comes to scarcity money mindset. My husband had the other end of the spectrum. He grew up actually with parents who uh, made a decent amount of money, significantly more money than my parents did, but they had very, very extreme money mindset where they were putting all of their money into savings and not touching any of it, not spending anything extra, very, very strict. My husband had a a very different upbringing than I did when it came to his parents spending money. And uh, his parents had a lot of stress and anxiety around spending any of their money. And that's how he came into our relationship and our marriage, where uh, spending money made him physically ill sometimes, depending on the amount. And, you know, his goal was just to die with as much money in the bank as he possibly could. That was what security and safety meant to him. And he is a person who, in general, um, has found ways to love life and entertain himself that don't don't take a lot of money. He likes to do a lot of things out in the mountains where you buy some gear, but then it lasts for 10 years and you're camping, that, that sort of a thing. And so we have sort of very different needs for money. Um, now... Here's uh, what is sort of cool and interesting about this and everything else that we've learned throughout the whole program is that, yes, these subconscious programs are very strong when they were created during our childhood. Uh, that doesn't mean we can't change them. We absolutely can change them with awareness and deliberate work. We can change them. So you might be thinking, well, that's a good money mindset to have. Save, save, save until I retire. Why would I want to change that, Right. And that's exactly what we are about to talk about. And I am so excited. So just know that if you grew up here in the United States, or I I don't know, this probably happens in other countries too, uh, but here in the United States, it is most likely you have scarcity money mindset. Unless you have done some very deliberate work uh, on yourself around money mindset, or you were one of the few who grew up with parents who had done some very deliberate work sort of break the cycle from like the Great Depression era, uh, then you are probably have scarcity money mindset. And and no, as always, no judgment for me. I started out with scarcity money mindset, so I was there. And um, changing this has truly changed my life and brought more money into my life. And um, we're going to get into all of that, so get excited. All right, so here we go. Uh, let's talk about abundance versus scarcity money mindset. So scarcity money mindset is you have fears around spending money, Safety and security around money uh, to you looks like having lots and lots of savings and spending very little now living on a very tight budget in order to get to a retirement that you 
uh, are excited about and um, will have plenty of safety and security. Abundance money mindset looks more like you are not stressing about money. You believe that there will uh, always be enough money for you and that you value yourself enough to spend on things now that will make your life easier and will make your life better. And the interesting thing about scarcity and abundance money mindset is you can have this money mindset no matter how much money you have. So at the very sort of like poorest levels, the people with the least amount of money, both scarcity and and abundance money mindset exists. And at the very most wealthy billionaire status, both scarcity and abundance money mindset exist. It is a little bit more rare to get to billionaire status or multimillionaire status with scarcity money mindset, um, but it is po- it is certainly possible. And so it exists all the way around the spectrum. So that's one important thing that I want to just call out there. So let's talk about how this plays out in a couple of real life examples and why being in abund- abundance money mindset, that is a real tongue twister, abundance money mindset is going to help you to be able to make more money and live a better life. So I want to talk about the very tangible example of uh, buying a water bottle, okay? And some of you may have had a little anxiety just me saying purchasing a a bottle of water (laughs) because we know, depending on where you're at, these days a bottle of water can be 10 bucks, okay? And, And let's talk, let's pause and talk about our privilege here in America with water. We are very privileged. I want to recognize that, that there are some places and some countries where not only could you not afford a bottle of water, but there's no access to water or a bottle of water. So recognizing that privilege, I can tell you that uh, everyone I know and every woman who I've coached and worked with, and most likely, if you have the electronic means to listen to this podcast, you fall in this category of privilege, can can afford a water bottle, even a $10 bottle of water, Okay. And so this is not about affording it, being able to afford it or not afford it. This is about scarcity money mindset. And so I can remember very distinctly in the beginning of my marriage, being on vacation with Mike and being sort of like out and about in various cities and the places that we would travel to. And mind you, we would travel very cheaply to them because, uh, well, number one, we weren't making as much money back then. But number two, we both had scarcity mindset, him more than me, but I certainly had it too. And so we were traveling very, very frugally. And uh, I can remember being thirsty, being really thirsty out there in whatever city we're not familiar with, and neither of us were willing to pay. And back then, it would have been like four bucks for a water bottle. Neither of us were willing to pay it, or pay for a water bottle. So we would go around the whole day thirsty unless we found some sort of drinking fountain or we were able to drink either the free water bottle in our hotel room or the tap water in our hotel room, right? And this is the perfect example of scarcity versus abundance money mindset. Because number one, we could afford to buy the water bottle. Okay, even though we didn't make as much money back then, we had $4, we could have afforded it. And so at the root of this, uh, we had the subconscious programming of scarcity money mindset. Why on earth would I buy a water bottle when I can get water for free? And that is an outrageous scam to pay that much money for water, right? We had that scarcity money mindset that had been drilled into us from our parents and society And so neither of us would do that. And let's just take a step back here. We've talked about this over and over and over again in the program, how incredibly important water is for our health. It's the most number one, most important thing on the five non-negotiables, which quick reminder, water 
sleep, body movement, eating nutrition, nutritious foods, and stress management. Those are the five in priority order. Water is number one. Our bodies are 75% water. You're, it's the most important thing of the five healthy non-negotiables. And here I was with scarcity money mindset, not allowing myself to be hydrated on my trip because I had to wait around for three hours until I found a free drinking fountain because I had such scarcity money mindset that I wouldn't spend four bucks on a water bottle. Okay. That is scarcity money mindset. Fast forward to today, all the work I've done around money mindset, and I now truly do live in abundance money mindset. The first thing I do when I enter a stadium of some kind today, whether it's a sporting event or a concert, you know, you can't bring your water bottle in for security reasons. Well, really for them to make money reasons, let's be honest. Uh, the, one of the first things I do is I walk in and I buy a water bottle for 8 to $10 because I am somebody who prioritizes drinking water. And I know that because of the amount of water I drink now, I will get thirsty during the three to four hour event I'm walking into. And so I do it. And um, I do it now without stress or anxiety that is completely gone. That doesn't mean that stress and anxiety doesn't still come up for me sometimes when I spend money with abundance mindset. But now I have the tools and the awareness to recognize it and talk myself through it and move forward anyway. And we're going to talk about why it's important to move forward anyway. So as I started to work on money mindset and started exposing myself to more situations where I now value myself enough to spend money on things that are going to make my life better, um, it started to sort of grow and change as I morphed from scarcity into abundance money mindset with, with money. And the next area that it started to manifest was for years, and I think I told this back in a previous episode as well, for years, I had been considering and wanted to hire a cleaning company to hire, uh, to clean my house because I had two little kids, a very stressful corporate job. And at that time, a husband who didn't value having a clean home, it wasn't that he thought I should do it. It was that he didn't care if it was clean. And so he wasn't willing to do it. And it was causing tension in our marriage. I was exhausted all the time. I cared if the house was clean. Um, and so I had been considering doing that, but I, I couldn't bring myself to do it because I thought it was way too expensive and extravagant for something that I could do myself. That was my mindset. I did not value myself enough. And I was still in scarcity money mindset at the time to hire a cleaning company to clean my house. And I want to take one quick step back here because one of the common things I, I have seen with the ladies who I coach on this type of thing is that the vast majority of them think they cannot afford to hire a cleaning company to, to come clean their house. And it's just not true. Now, absolutely, you may be listening to this and you may be in a different situation where you truly cannot afford to hire a cleaning company. I would never give advice to somebody to spend money on something they truly cannot afford. That's not what abundance mindset is. Abundance mindset isn't making poor financial decisions. It is that if it is within your means and it will make your life better, you are allowing yourself to spend on it because that will open the door to you making more money, okay? So if you truly can't afford it, totally understandable, what you can do in that case is that you can value yourself enough to allow that, to put that thing on your list of affirmations and goals. If it's to hire a cleaning company and you really can't afford it, put it on your list of affirmations, put it on your list of goals and start chipping away at how you can get to that. Can you set aside a little bit of money each month to where you're getting enough now set aside to month where you're used to it for budgeting and you can afford it? Or can you do some sort of extra thing um, that brings in money that you love to do that helps you, now you're spending time on something you love to do that brings in more money where you don't have to spend the time cleaning your house. So sort of think about it that way. Okay, but I really want to challenge you 
really challenge you. Can you actually not afford it or is scarcity money mindset telling you can't afford it? Because if you can afford it, maybe even it's a little stretch for you. I I promise you that if you start giving yourself things like this, you will start to make more money and then it will be uh, affordable without stretch, without stress, okay? And hiring a cleaning company is absolutely the perfect example of that because it feels too extravagant. But I'm here to tell you, you are worth it. If you have been considering this and sitting on the fence, it will change your life. It will absolutely be worth it. And it will bring more money into your life. And it's a perfect example of switching into abundance money mindset. So as I started to do these things, and I did, by the way, hire the cleaning company after I got my therapist and start, went on my journey and started learning my value and worth, and it did change my life. I still have them to this day, and that's been, I think, about 10 years ago. Uh, and it's just, it's amazing, and it's such a wonderful thing that I do for myself. And it has led to the next thing and the next thing, because after that, I finally got a personal trainer. I wanted a little bit more structure and accountability and to have the knowledge around exercise and body movement, because it is such an important thing for my mental and physical health and just living my best life all around. So I did that. And then I got my new car, which I think I told the story in the relationships or somewhere back in, in one of the previous episodes, which was a big deal for me. And right at this same time that I was learning to value myself, And shifting into abundance money mindset is exactly when I started getting promoted at work. It's exactly, exactly correlated. And I know it is absolutely not a coincidence. And let's talk about why. Because I can tell you right now, when I hired that cleaning company, I made less than six figures. And then over the next few years, got promoted to where I was making multiple six figures. Okay. And that might sound cheesy and it might sound woo-woo to you. It is not magic. It is not woo-woo. It is absolutely brain science. Let's talk about how it works and break it down. When you shift your money, your mind into abundance money mindset, you're going to start opening doors in your brain that you never would have considered before. You're going to start taking the risks required to make money because you got to spend money to make money. That is absolutely a true thing. And when it comes to your job, if you are in a corporate career, which most of the people who work with me and are listening to this are probably in more of a corporate type career, um, what happens when you start to value yourself in this way and spend in ways that make your life easier? For example, the cleaning company, maybe you join a gym or you get a personal trainer, you get yourself a nice car that makes you feel good. And when you drive to work, the way that these things affect your health and your confidence translates through to your job. You are somebody who values yourself more. You dare to set boundaries. It opens up energy space. You're not cleaning all weekend. You're relaxing, spending time with your kids. It reduces the mom guilt, um, lets you have more self-care time. That is going to turn into somebody who is more confident and more strategic at work. And you're going to start to get noticed more, especially if you're working on body image, which is what we've talked about all along too. But Spending money on that personal trainer or that gym membership, or maybe it's an at-home workout video series or gym equipment, that type of a thing, that is going to help with your body image too. Quick reminder, little squirrel moment, but important. The cure for negative body image is not weight loss. When I say those things are going to help your body image, I don't mean because you're going to lose weight. The cure for negative body image is a mindset change. However, when you go and move your body more consistently, that helps your mental health and that helps the mindset change happen. So all of these things are going to lead to you being more confident, more strategic at work. I promise. I know it sounds crazy and it sounds counterintuitive, but this is where career development comes from. 
The other thing that's going to start to happen with you at work when you shift out of, because scarcity money mindset at work is desperation for more money, more promotion, higher ratings. You're always analyzing the people around you, seeing what time they leave, when they come in, are they making more than you? You feel undervalued when you're obsessed with making more money and you have a desperation energy about you. It's just true. It's just real. You're also probably really afraid that you're going to get laid off in the next round of layoffs or that you might lose your job to an unhealthy rabbit hole spiral point, right? Like we can really quickly take one mistake we make one day in one presentation at work and rabbit hole it to us being homeless and our kids not having food. I mean, we really do that. That's how our brains work, right? It it absolutely can happen. And so when you shift into abundance money mindset and you start to believe that you are worthy and you are capable and you will always, no matter what happens to you, be able to make the money that you need to make, it takes away all that desperation energy and all that extra analysis that's going on at work and that fear, you move from a fear-based mindset to one of courage. And then when you're going for that promotion at work, you come across as more confident, more clear, because you don't need that promotion. You might want it, right? We talked about this in career development. Wanting a promotion is is absolutely a perfectly fine and good goal, But needing a promotion is rooted most times in scarcity money mindset. Okay, so this is why it is magic for making more money in your life. And I promise you, I promise you it works. It is exactly how it happened to me. Okay, so let's talk about two tactical ways to get started on changing your money mindset. The first thing is awareness. Just like anything and everything we've talked about in this, notice when you're having anxiety come up about spending money on something, okay? So depending on who you are or what your mindset currently is, you might have anxiety every time you go to the grocery store. You might think, I'm spending too much. I should have coupons. I shouldn't just be willy-nilly buying things. I should have a better plan. I could save money, okay? I know uh, uh, this has come up for me in real life and coaching. A lot of the women who I work with have this, this anxiety about spending money. So let's, let's kind of walk through that, uh, how you would have that awareness. So first of all, when the anxiety comes up and you're in the grocery store and you don't have a plan and you're just throwing things in your cart, you would just feel the anxiety. Like you would notice it. That's it. Oh, you, it'd be like, oh, I'm doing that thing. I'm doing that thing where I get anxious. It's moving it from the back of your mind, your subconscious into your conscious mind. That's where subconscious reprogramming starts. So instead of a lot of happening in the background in your subconscious, that anxiety about spending on the groceries, you're moving it up into your conscious mind by saying, oh, I just had that anxious thought. I'm beating myself up for not bringing coupons or planning better my meals so I could save money or buying in bulk. I just had that thought. Okay, and then and then what I want you to do after you get good at the awareness is just ask yourself a few questions, okay? Is it the right time in my life to spend my time and energy planning to save on my groceries? Is that something that would really make my life better? Or would it actually make my life worse and harder because I already have too many things on my plate and I'm already exhausted with the things I have on my plate, right? That's kind of the question you want to ask. What's going to lead you closer to living your best life? Now, If you truly are in debt and you can't afford the amount of money that you are spending on groceries, but you're doing it anyway and you're racking up credit card debt, I really believe then in that case, it is going to make your life better to take some time to plan and not spend so much. Majority of the women who I work with are not in that boat, right? They are in the boat of they can afford to spend an extra $50, $100 
every time they go to the grocery store. And it's just guilt that is um, not rational. It's not rational guilt. All right. So that's the type of thing I want you to start to notice. And one of the things that I absolutely love is when you are having a little bit of anxiety or a lot, depending on the size of the purchase or what we're talking about, I want you to implement what I learned from Amanda Francis. Amanda Francis wrote the book, Rich As, it's the F word, but it's F asterisk CK. (laughs) So Rich As F asterisk CK is what it's called like on Amazon. And I'll link the book here because you should absolutely read this book. It's life-changing. She talks about doing the happy money dance, the happy money energy dance. She wants you to change your energy around money. So instead of being negative and anxious, have a positive and happy energy every time you spend money. And so when you go to that checkout at the grocery store and you do the checkout and it's more money than it could have been if you would have been more planful, I want you to do a little dance. I'm doing it right now. Just do a little happy money dance, bringing good vibes to your body, smile. That's going to totally start to reprogram your subconscious mind about spending money. Uh, And um, I have started doing this and it is like incredible. Okay. And let me just tell you a little aside before we go to the second tactical step, Just, just a little story for me. I can tell you right now, if I wouldn't have worked on this and and made this shift in my mindset um, to where I did bought the water bottle, then bought the cleaning company, then bought the trainer, then bought the car and got the promotions at work and made the more money, I would not be here talking to you on this podcast right now. I never would have had the courage to walk away from my corporate job of 20 years due to burnout. Never. If I hadn't have worked on um, abundance money mindset. I never would have had the courage to spend the money on the course where I learned to become a coach. I never would have spent the money on the business, the business coach who who I um, work with now. Uh, And I did a happy money dance when I did all of those things. I never would be paying somebody. I pay somebody to edit the sound on this podcast, right? So every podcast episode I put out, even though today, right now, today, as of this recording, I make no money on this podcast, right? I, who knows? I may eventually, but it is not the reason I do it. I do it for to help. I, I want to help women who are on my journey. Uh, however, today, I make no money on this podcast. I pay. It costs me over $100 an episode to produce this podcast um, because I pay for the platform. I pay for the sound person, um, $50 an hour for the sound person. And I never would be doing any of this. My love, my joy, my passion, the thing that makes me love my corporate job, right, that that takes away all the things that used to bother me and burn me out and I have boundaries at my corporate job is all rooted in, well, it's rooted in everything we learn in this program, but it is absolutely rooted in me changing my money mindset and doing happy money dances when I spend and believing that I am worth it and believing that more money will come in. And guess what? When I went back after taking my break from my corporate job, I work less hours and I make more money than I made before. It's like feels miraculous. This is why this stuff feels like magic and woo-woo, but it's all rooted in brain science and it's very, very real. And I promise if it happened for me, somebody who came from lower middle class working parents paid for, you know, like had to pay for college, working through college full time, um, if, if it happened like that for me, it absolutely 100% can happen for you. I have absolute, I have no doubt. That was too much word, use of the word absolutely. Sorry, I have no doubt that it can happen for you. I'm so passionate about it. Okay, the second thing I want you to do, and this one's a little bit more time consuming, but it is so worth it. I learned this one from my business coach. Her name is Dara, D-A-R-R-A-H, Dara Brewstein. If you look up Dara on Instagram, follow her. She's amazing. She has so many great tips. But one of the first things I learned from her when I started with her is, and this is very much rooted in um, money mindset, 
plan out your dream life, okay? So back in the beginning of the program, you wrote down all of your values and your long-term vision, and you did some serious thinking about what you want your life to look like and how you want to spend your time. And by the way, when I say your dream life, I don't mean you won the lottery. I, I just mean like just, just assuming you are you, you're going to make more money because you're going to do all these things, but I'm not talking about like you know, I live in a $40 million mansion and I'm yacht and I'm on a yacht every other week and I don't work. That's I just mean like you're like a dream life that's it feels achievable for you now that you would be happy with, right? So that might include quitting your job. That's totally fine and great. If that's how you want to plan that out, that's up to you. But I really want you to think about what would be like a perfect day in the, in a regular life for me. Like, like think about a day where your kids are going to school. I'm not talking about like you're out in Hawaii on the beach, not like a not like an ideal vacation day. I'm talking about an actual day in your life where maybe like your kids are in school, so you're at home. What would it look like? Plan it out. And then plan it out for the next, think about like the next month and the next month, plan a vacation in there, that sort of a thing, if that's what you like. But I want you to get really, really detailed about what your dream life would look like. And then once you sort of feel like you have it down, you know, like, where would I live? What type of house would I live in? What type of vacations would I go on? What type of things would I do on a daily or weekly or regular basis with myself or with my family or friends or whatever that looks like? How often would I want to eat out? Uh, how much would I want to spend on food? You're going to start writing down how much each of those things realistically cost on a monthly basis, and then you're going to add them up on for an annual amount, okay? And when I did this, I was so shocked to find out that my dream life I only needed, it costs like about $150,000 a year. And I say only, I do understand for most people that's a lot of money. Like I'm not minimizing that. But for me, I already made significantly more money than that. And I was stressing in my, remember when I had scarcity money mindset that I had to save up millions and millions of dollars for retirement. So it's just, you might think that might be a little stressful. It's actually not. It takes the sort of unknown out of what retirement might look like for you. And most of us haven't really thought about it down to that level of detail of, okay, well, how much do I need each year to live my dream life? And how close am I to that? What can close the gap? And then how much money do I need to have saved before I actually do retire? Because even though I'm using this whole save, 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 save until retirement as a scarcity money mindset thing, saving for retirement is a great thing. It is not bad. Absolutely. I've had a financial advisor since I joined Amex at 19 years old, and I have been saving for retirement since then. And thank goodness, because it's been life-changing for me. So what I'm talking about is save some for retirement, but don't go so extreme that you can't live now. This whole notion of like stopping buying your coffee at Starbucks every morning to save yourself $3,000 a year. I mean, sorry if this is offensive. Sorry, not sorry. It's BS. It's, it's like complete BS. That three grand a year is not going to multiply in like multi-millions for you. That's not how compound, compounding works. And if you're going to be sad every day because you didn't get your coffee, you're definitely not setting yourself up for the type of life where you're going to make more money. So please buy yourself the coffee. Abundance money mindset is buying yourself the coffee, not skimping out on it, Okay. But be smart and plan for your retirement, right? Put some away for retirement, but don't be extreme in scarcity money mindset because the way you're going to earn more money and make more money is by doing things that we consider to be splurges really, really will lead us to living a life and having the content, the confidence and the courage, valuing ourselves enough to bring more money into our lives. That's the way that's going to work. But absolutely, like save for retirement. I'm not telling you to spend crazy. I'm not telling you to go into debt. None of those things are related to abundance money mindset, okay? 
Uh, the other sort of really important thing about living your life now is you might not live until retirement. I know that's like an unfortunate and morbid thought, but you never know how much time you have left. So we have to live now and we have to enjoy our lives now. And I can tell you, coming back to my corporate job with the boundaries to do that and not fearing using all of my time off and sometimes using it in back-to-back or in long periods of time, which would, would have stressed me out before, it doesn't anymore. And it's making my life so much better. And I continue to earn and bring in more money because of it. That is how this works. So you can tell I'm so excited and so passionate about it. Uh, hopefully, um, that all makes sense. You can always message me on Instagram. If you have any, if anything I said, you were like, that's crazy. You want to talk about it? I love those conversations. Uh, or if you have questions about anything, I'm at Katie Blummer on Instagram. So please come follow me there. The other great book I highly recommend about all this stuff is we should all be millionaires by Rachel Rogers. Check that one out. It's fabulous. I'll link them both in the show notes. Okay. Uh, so the moral of the story here, just to wrap us up, the, way, the unexpected way for you to bring more money into your life is to shift your mindset away from scarcity and over to abundance. And the scarcity money mindset will be some serious subconscious programming, but you can do this and make the change. And, and if it's so deep that you're afraid you can't, work with a therapist. This is a great therapy topic. Most of our companies have free therapy these days. Use it. It's life-changing. It's amazing. So... Thanks for listening. As always, if you think this can help anyone you know, please spread the word. The whole goal is to get this out to as many women, working moms, humans as possible. All right, I'll see you in the next one. Thanks so much for listening to the Working Mom Happiness Method. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share it with others who might benefit from listening. For show notes or to enroll in the Working Mom Happiness Method coaching courses, visit www.womensbestlifeuniversity.com.